When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Waitings for Next Year's Cavs Cast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. This is your host, Seth, going solo today, our very first show of 2023. Wanted to start off with just thanking everyone who listened in 2022. Um, it's an absolute blast being able to get to do this kind of on the side of, of my day job. Um, I love watching the Cavaliers, talking about the Cavaliers having guests on. So just want to, you know, really send gratitude, appreciation for everyone who, who gave us a listen, check this out. Uh, I'm very excited about some of the guests that we're going to have on in 2023. We had some great ones on last year, Evan Damerill, Spencer Davies, uh, Craig Lindell, list goes on and on. Very excited about who we're getting a uh, little teaser. We're going to have a pretty awesome guest coming up next week. So please, uh, please give us a listen there. I'll be sure to, to send some notes out there. But needed to get back in. It's 1230 in the afternoon here in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, my dog just knocked over my Mark Price bobblehead. So I'm a little disheveled at the moment, but I had to get in and, and give a quick recap over the past week. Um, so if if you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers and what they've done over the past three games, they won an absolute thriller in Chicago by one point. Uh, on a night where DeMar DeRozan had a chance to, uh, you know, to seal the game, but he missed it over the outstretched arms of Donovan Mitchell. Followed up by Donovan Mitchell having a absolutely once in a decade, if not more, performance, um, shattered records, uh, the, the best regular season game I've ever personally witnessed, uh, the best playoff game, the, the best Cleveland Cavalier performance I've ever seen uh, in my 30-plus years of watching the team. And then last night, um, not the prettiest show of basketball, uh, but again, an absolute juggernaut thriller where the Cavaliers win by two. Um, and I think we'd be doing a disservice if, if we didn't start with, with Donovan Mitchell. Cavs win 145-134 in overtime. The Cavaliers outscore the Bulls 98-69 to in second half and in overtime, 98-69. to 69. They outscored them in the second half in overtime. Donovan Mitchell, 71 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, 1 block, 50 minutes played. Mitchell went 22 of 34 from the field, 7 of 15 from 3, 20 of 25 from the free throw line, and he scored 55 points in the second half in overtime. Guys, this was, as I said off the top, the best individual performance I've ever seen, which is unbelievable to think of when you've got you know some of the greatest scorers in league history on the team, uh, who's to be soon to be uh, within the next month or two, likely uh, the best um, scorer to ever play in the NBA, LeBron James, most points ever. Kyrie Irving, who's one of the most skilled offensive players this league has ever seen. And they've got some all-time greats like World Be Free and, and Bingo and Austin Carr. I mean, they've had some phenomenal 
scores on this team in the past. And for Donovan Mitchell, uh, what, what is this month three for him on the Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> It shatters the record, previous record of 57 points. Both Kyrie and LeBron um, had game highs of, of 57 while they were here. Donovan Mitchell surpasses that by 14 points. He scores 71. A few records that Donovan broke, I have to hit on. Most points in a game since Kobe Bryant scored 81 17 years ago in 2006. There's a, a metric that's tracked. Um, called game score and it's really an, a game impact efficiency rating that john hollinger created it's the third highest game score in nba league history at 60.8 only behind jordan and kobe donovan scored or assisted on 99 of the Cavs' points that's second most all time only behind wilt chamberlain's 100 point game in 1962 I mean, this isn't just Cavalier records. These are NBA shattered records. Donovan Mitchell now owns his his legacy in this league as one of the all-time best scorers to ever do it. And, man, just the way that he did it against Chicago, we're all getting accustomed to seeing that beautiful step back. Maybe he he shoves off a little bit with his offhand, but, hey, what, what great scorer doesn't? What really stuck out to me about the Chicago game was – him not taking no for an answer to get to the paint. So Chicago doesn't have any good rim protector shot blockers. Vucevic is not that. He's an offensive, very good offensive player, but he really is not the kind of guy to protect the rim. And Donovan saw that and just willed this team to victory. Maybe the most impressive thing of the entire game was him intentionally missing the free throw with two seconds left, getting his own rebound, and putting it in to tie up the game. And from there, you knew. You knew watching at home, the Cavs knew, the Bulls knew. There was no way once Donovan forced that game to go into overtime that there was any other result other than the Cavaliers winning that ball game. Proved out by the Cavs going 15-4 and four in overtime and absolutely obliterating the tired Bulls. And that was maybe the most impressive thing about Donovan's performance outside of the free throw was just his endurance. He zoomed past guys in overtime on a fast break. Um, how this guy had legs, um, and it was written about by Brian Windhorst and, and a couple others about the intense training regimen that Donovan Mitchell went on this summer to make sure that he could give his best to whatever team he was going to be on. Um, it was noted that after Rudy Gobert was traded from the Jazz, um, Donovan ended up telling the Utah Jazz, no, I'm not going to come do team workouts with you guys, knowing that he was probably going to be in a different situation. Uh, he instead worked out in Miami for eight weeks, and, man, it shows. He, he is just on another level. Um, he's a physical freak regardless. He, he's just built differently than, than most guys in the NBA. But the level of cardio that he showed in that Chicago game, I mean, I think is a huge deal. Um, when you consider the playoffs, the heavy minutes that these guys are going to pull, the fact that Donovan's in as good a shape as he is right now, you know, really bodes well and gets me excited about what this team could potentially do in, in April and May. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, 
to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on. The last piece about Donovan I want to hit on is just his tenacity. He's really a closer. I'm going to put that in the title notes. I've written that in the Discord. He is this team's closer. When the game's tight, when they need a bucket, it's Donovan Mitchell getting into the paint, hitting a step-back jumper. He's the guy that that gets the ball, and I don't think there's there's any question about that at this time. He is the alpha on this team. Um, they needed that for them to, I think, go up and really challenge for that contention status in the East, and he's done all that and more. And it's just it's it's really just impressive what he's been able to do uh, in just a few short months. Um, how he's become a, a you know a talkative leader on the court. Uh, the guys really respond to him. Um, he's humble as all get out. You know, all he talked about was his team after that performance. And, you know, when you think about that trade and all that the Cavaliers had to give up three first round picks, two pick swaps, Laurie marketing, who's having an incredible season, Colin Sexton, Ochai Abaji. Cavs would do that trade again in a heartbeat. And you can't say the same thing for other teams that may have traded for other Utah jazz superstars, uh, this off season. I'll, I'll let your mind wander on that. Next up, I wanted to hit on the Phoenix Suns game last night. One of the uglier games I think we've seen <laughs> this, this season from the Cavaliers. They win 90 to 88. Their offense was was frankly abysmal. And I think we, you know, most of us had a thought that that was going to come after many of the starters played 40 plus minutes. Donovan played 50 minutes just two nights before on Monday night. And the Cavs came out incredibly flat. Couldn't make a shot. They were defending somewhat well, although Phoenix did miss their fair share of, of bunnies as well. But the Cavs just couldn't make a shot. Had no legs. Um, Donovan had a tough shooting night as expected. They did hold the Suns to 39% from the field, and that's really what kept them in the game and allowed them to be in that slugfest. So the Suns, again, without Devin Booker, you know, they really lack uh, any kind of scoring punch at the at the moment. It's Chris Paul, Mikal Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, but none of those guys are, are your typical 20-plus point-per-game score. They were really struggling to get the offense moving. And it took an incredible performance from Howell Neto. So Howell Neto, 14 points, 5 of 7 from the field, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, made all of his free throws. He led the team in points in the paint. Howell Neto. 6-1 guard, who very rarely plays on this team. Led the team in points in the paint with eight. He brought a tenacity when picking up Chris Paul all 90 feet. He drew a couple of offensive fouls uh, on the Suns. He rebounded the ball. Uh, he got into the paint. He, he made his little step backs once he got deep enough. Made a couple of layups. And, and he just brought the tenacity that they really needed last night to, to get that victory. Once again, you know, you have to shout out the way that the Cavs came back. They outscored the Suns by 12 points in the second half. Donovan Mitchell, the score is tied 85 to 85 with 40 seconds left. Donovan Mitchell, two nights after amassing 50 minutes, dribbles to the left-hand side, does his patent step-back move over Shamit, 
hits a three to put them up 88 to 85. Um, the Suns did answer with a big three on the other end. Um, but again, it's Donovan Mitchell in crunch time, putting the Cavs up when they needed a bucket. And that's exactly what happened with the game-winning shot. Donovan Mitchell drives in. He's got 10 eyeballs on him. All five guys are really crashing the paint. As Donovan Mitchell sees all, all five guys crashing on him, he dishes out to Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley makes his first game-winning shot in the NBA with about four seconds to go. Puts the Cavs up 90-88. to 88. On the other side, Mikel Bridges takes a really tough 18-foot contested jump shot over the outstretched arms of Donovan Mitchell and misses. And when you look at the past three games, Cleveland wins by one in Chicago. Cleveland takes it into overtime and, and wins against Chicago. And then the Cavs win last night, 90 to 88 over the Suns. So two wins um, with a cumulative three point uh, difference there. And then one other game in overtime. You know, the theme of the last three games is Donovan Mitchell being that alpha, stepping up, just being freaking awesome. And, and it's just been so fun to see. So the Cavs improve uh, league best home record, 18 and four at home. They're just absolutely dominant, which is one of the reasons I think it's, it's really important for them to try to secure a, a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. They can host, you know, that first playoff series, 18 and four at home. Um, you know, they, they are still struggling on the road, right? Seven and 10 on the road, but that's not a surprise. Every team struggles on the road. Speaking of the road, there is a five-game road trip coming up. They've got Denver on Friday. Denver, who's the number one seed, playing as good as anyone in the Western Conference. Really excited about the matchup between Joker and Allen. They've had some really good battles in the past, so they've got Denver on Friday. They've got Phoenix on Sunday, who no doubt is going to be looking for some revenge after the Cavs just gutted out a pretty nasty one against them on Wednesday. The third stop on their road trip is in Utah. And if you remember just earlier in December um, of 22, the, the Cavs kind of beat Utah down pretty good. So, again, I think that's going to be a revenge game for Utah on Wednesday next week. They have a back-to-back. -back, so the next night they traveled to Portland, uh, which it's always tough to play on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, especially when you're on a long road trip. And then the fifth game of their road trip is at Minnesota on Saturday. So that'll be their fifth game in nine nights. So no matter what Minnesota's going through, trial tribulations, um, Cat being out, Gobert struggling to stay in the lineup with, um, you know, with some illnesses and some injuries, it's never tough to play five, ga five games in nine nights. And that's exactly what, um, you know, the Cavaliers are, are faced against uh, over the next week or so. So we're going to have some late night West Coast basketball um, we're going to have some tired eyes around Northeast Ohio trying to catch all these games. Um, the one thing I'm very excited about with this upcoming West Coast road trip is we're hopeful to possibly see Ricky Rubio. Sounds like he's getting closer and closer to coming back, uh, as well as Dean Wade. So we we should be seeing, I would think, at some point uh, throughout the road trip, hopefully one, if not both of those guys come back. And we all know it. You know, this team is uh, needs a wing. It's it's screaming for a wing. Um, so Dean Wade would be a welcome surprise. And Ricky just meant so much to this team last year um, that it's it's absolutely imperative that they get him back. And 
um, he can really help take some of the burden off Donovan Mitchell because for how great it's been and it's been awesome, I would love to <laughs> love to be able to dial back some of the Mitchell minutes and just some of the uh, the emphasis on him right now. It's it's imperative that you know he he remains healthy. Um, the Cavaliers brought Donovan Mitchell onto this team uh, for April and May, you know, not necessarily for for December and January. So it'd be great to take some of the ball handling duties and some of the the emphasis off Mitchell. Um, you know, as we, as we come out of the winter and into the spring here. And that's really it for me today. I, I really just wanted to jump on, um, you know, give a quick update for, you know, the past three games, which I'm going to call this, this episode, the dramatic Cavaliers or the drama leaves. I mean, it's just, it's just been, you know, chewing your nails, sweaty palms, uh, last three games have just been unbelievable and wanted to pop on and talk about them. And again, just thank everyone. I appreciate you know, everyone listening. I know we've had a few you know changes on this show. Uh, again, it's really fun for me and, and I enjoy the commentary and the back and forth that, you know, we get in here on the chat and on discord. So I really appreciate everyone listening and looking forward again to some really exciting and fun uh, guests that we're aiming to have uh, in 2023. So with that, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And let's hope the Cavaliers can pull out some road wins uh, over the next couple. Thank you all. Talk soon. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 